Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey now. Hey now. And welcome back to the show where two childhood friends discuss their favorite childhood movies. I'm Emily Sandford. And I'm Barney Lee. And whether it's iconic lines, musical moments, or just questionable outfit choices, the films we'll be talking about on our show are unique in their own way. And this week, we'll be discussing Legally Blonde. Warning, this episode contains nostalgia and big love for legal jargon. Object. <laughs> <laughs> she really objects, guys. Wow. <laughs> Nothing makes me want to wear the color pink more than this film and like crack out my glitter glue pens. Oh my god! Did you have those when you were younger? Yes, until they got banned from school, obviously. Along with gel pens gel that smelled pens. like Coca Cola and oh, Apple. Yeah. What were they putting in those? Well, I don't know because we never used them. We just used to like sniff them. That's true. And like the occasional like taste on the tongue, like. Will this one taste? No, they never taste like it. Stop trying. (laughs) Oh, dear. Those were the days. Those were the days. Mm -hmm. This film came out in 2001. So we were only like seven, eight. And I don't know about you, but the older that I get, the more I realize that Legally Blonde is one of those really important Trojan horse feminist movies. I think (laughs) Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt said it best. Females are strong as hell. Yes. And Elle Woods is no exception. Now, this film, it was directed by a guy called Robert Luktik. It was adapted from a novel of the same name by an author called Amanda Brown. And did you know that there were actually a whole load of other actresses up for the role of Elle? Like Charlize Theron, Gwyneth Paltrow, Alicia Silverstone, Catherine Heigl, Christina Applegate, and Jennifer Love Hewitt. They were all considered for Elle, but I can't imagine anyone else playing the role but Reese. She's brilliant. And obviously she continued the story in Legally Blonde 2, Red, White and Blonde. And she is coming back for the third installment, Legally Blonde 3, written by our queen... Mindy Kaling. (gasps) And who else is going to write Legally Blonde 3 but Mindy Kaling? Like, it makes perfect sense. We are so obsessed with Mindy Kaling. She's amazing. She is amazing. And that is coming out May next year. 
in Legally Blonde 3, if she's going to have children, mm-hmm. please can Reese Witherspoon's children be in this? They are like oh my spitting gosh. image. Or if Reese is like feeling a bit under the weather one day, it's like, oh, come on. My daughter can step in. Her son could put on a wig and <laughs> he could play the role perfectly too. This movie also inspired a Broadway musical adaptation. It opened in 2007 and closed the next year. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> A fact that I really like about this film is that they weren't originally going to film it at Harvard. It was actually going to be at Chicago University originally. Really? But the university objected to it because they read the script and there was there was a scene obviously where her law professor like touches her leg and they were like, nope. So obviously they didn't want any association with anything like that. And yet Harvard were like, yeah, sure. (laughs) Why do you think all our students are successful? That's available on the internet to find out. That is wild. Yeah, but I couldn't imagine it at any other place than Harvard. If you're thinking of, okay, someone needs to go to law school, you think of Harvard, you think of Yale. So Yeah. yeah, it makes sense. I also read that there was a lot of attention put into the background of the scenes filmed around the uni, even to the point where they were painting the leaves, like autumnal colors to kind of match the seasons that the films were set in. And they would actually have people positioned in the trees, dropping leaves behind the actors during the scenes to kind of make it look like it was autumn. What? I know. like That is one of those jobs you get if you were an intern. Honey, what did you do today? I painted a thousand leaves. (laughs) Also, is that good for the tree? (laughs) Uh, Harvard can buy new trees. Yeah. (laughs) Shall we talk a little bit about this amazing cast? I think so. Something I'm really interested in is the fact that Owen Wilson's brother is in this film, Luke Wilson. I feel a bit blonde for not realising sooner. Yeah, I mean, you can kind of hear it in his voice. Yeah. A little bit. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. But I don't think, I'm not like obviously following Owen Wilson's life. You're not? I didn't know that. Yeah. Don't come after me, film buffs. (laughs) (laughs) You're forgiven. Okay. You're forgiven. So let's talk about Reese Witherspoon, who plays Elle Woods. Prior to this, she starred in films like Pleasantville and Cruel Intentions, which Selma Blair, who plays Vivian Kensington, was also in. Reese won an Oscar for Best Actress in Walk the Line in 2005. And more recently, she's picked up like a million awards in Big Little Lies and her most recent show, Little Fires Everywhere. Apparently it was like the most watched drama on Hulu. Amazing. So she is doing amazing. I'd actually have to say that Reese Witherspoon is my favorite American actress. Really? Yeah, I'm going to say. She comes across lovely. So lovely. In the press. So yeah. Did you see that clip? She's in a press junket and the interviewer was like, sorry, Reese, I've got to say, I wrote my dissertation all about like feminism and and Legally Blonde. I have my dissertation here. Like, I just wanted to kind of give it to you if you wanted to read it. And Reese was like, oh my God, that's so sweet. And she takes the dissertation and she's like, is this centered? And the, and the girl's like, yeah, of course. I think it gives it something extra. Oh, my think. goodness. That's so sweet. It's on YouTube. That is amazing. Yeah, really, really, really sweet. I hope all the eyes were written with a heart. With a heart, yeah. <laughs> Didn't Han write her dissertation? You never know. <laughs> extra points. <laughs> An iconic actress who Barney and I adore <laughs> is Jennifer Coolidge. <gasps> oh, 
my god, she's just come in. Jennifer, hi. She's back. <laughs> oh wow. Would you like a mani pedi? <laughs> I'm just so pleased that we can talk about her, basically. Yeah, she's incredible. She is best known as playing Stifler's mom from the American Pie films, but we also know her as Sophie in Two Broke Girls and Amanda from Friends. <laughs> Um, she also starred in Promising Young Woman, which was nominated for five Oscars, including Best Picture. Yeah. She also brought out her old Paula outfit and featured in Ariana Grande's Thank You Next video. Yes, she did. Which we appreciate a lot. Yes. Thank you, Ariana. Iconic. Jennifer, like, looked exactly the same. I thought that was so, so fun. So she has an age, but it might be the Botox. <laughs> She hasn't shown emotion for 20 years and a half. (laughs) (laughs) So shall we go on to best supporting character or do you object? I object. (laughs) Oh, wait, I don't object. (laughs) Yeah. So let's chat about best supporting characters. And I want to first shine a light on Elle's best friends, Margot and Serena from The Sorority. They are Elle's biggest cheerleaders. Literally, in Serena's case, she is a cheerleader. Um, And I just thought they they were so sweet. They're so funny. Margot especially had some amazing lines. I also want to, like, quick question. Is Serena 50 years old? Yes. Serena looks... Like Margot's mom. (laughs) And then I looked it up. (laughs) Serena and Elle are the same age. Oh really so i don't know maybe it was the dark hair pilates is working for one yeah. pilates is not working for the other <laughs> yeah who knows? who knows but they were really sweet especially when they came to visit the courtroom at the end yeah that was very cute oh for Elle. yes everyone needs hype girls as best friends and also people who want to take you shopping so <laughs> into it i want to give a little shout out to um l sidekick who is of course bruiser <gasps> the chihuahua bruiser now in real life he's called mooney <laughs> that's so cute and he died when he was 18 years old now you might be like huh? dog years that's not very old no human years actual human years a chihuahua i feel like their lifespan is like way shorter because just because they're like <laughs> like the entire time <laughs> Now, I'm obsessed with anyone who's a Gemini vegetarian, but also he looks so cute in bandanas. And I know a lot of people are opposed to like giving animals clothes, but come on, a that, little bandana, that is always cute. And that Harvard sweater. And oh my gosh, when Bruiser had foils in his hair at the salon. Yes. That was so cute. <laughs> and the cape. Oh, and the cape, and of the course. Cape, and the yeah. cape. Bruiser is amazing. I also really enjoyed the character David Kidney. Amazing name, by the way. David was a first year like L. He was the Aristotle guy and the one that was like helping L take the books off the high shelves and, and was trying to chat up those horrible girls on the quad. Yeah, he was very stern looking. To me, he kind of looks like he's gone to law school to learn how to kill someone and then cover it up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe that will be the plot point of Legally Blonde 3. Who knows? We'll find out. Can we just give like a quick little hey to the sexy UPS man? Oh my God. Yes. He looked amazing in that uniform. He did. His tan matched the brown uniform. Yes. 
Smart choice. Smart yes. choice. Love a co-ord. And I love that he got together with Paula at the end. Same. And actually, while we're on the subject of the salon, we need to give props to that incredible woman during the bend and snap scene. Yes, she's the one in like the parachute tracksuit, isn't yes. she? When Elle's showing Paula how to do the bend and snap, she gets up, she's like, like this? And like squeezes her massive boobs together. And Elle's like, yes, I want to be that girl. Act confident and no one will question you. Yes, yes, absolutely. But obviously we can only choose one best supporting character. So it's very hard, but I think we found one. I think we have. It is the CULA guidance counsellor that Elle speaks to about applying to Harvard Law. She's trying her best to be very polite to Elle, but she's kind of shocked that she wants to go to Harvard Law School. (laughs) And she has that iconic line. Your major is fashion merchandising. Harvard won't be impressed that you aced history of polka dots. (laughs) Do you think that's a real module? I hope so. I think I'd love to take that. And let me tell you who the professor was. Who? <laughs> Mr. Blobby. <laughs> oh my God. It's like, you imagine you turn up for your first day at uni. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm really nervous. Right, open my laptop. Ready to take notes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would poo myself on the spot. People with mistakes know who Mr. Blobby is. They are not going to have a clue. Oh, honey, please. If you've got one minute after this podcast, please Google Mr. Blobby and get back to us. <laughs> Mr. Blobby's best bits. <laughs> 10 hours he's, long. He's, so he's basically this kind of like <laughs> pink mascot that looks kind of like a, a, a fat bowling pin, right? With yeah. like googly eyes and a really, really creepy like sausage shaped mouth. Yeah. And he's just, he's pink with like yellow polka dots and he just kind of is like, causes mayhem. There are only two icons in Britain and that is Winston Churchill and Mr. Blobby. (laughs) There's no in between. (laughs) Anyway, on that note, let's move on to best outfit. And there might be some polka dots in here. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So let's go on to most iconic outfit. Something I actually really like about this film is that it was actually in Reese's contract to keep all the costumes after filming. Do you think that she kind of has this like underground bunker where all her costumes are like kept at like sub-zero degrees? Well, funny you should say that because during lockdown, obviously what else is there to do apart from read and watch Netflix? And there's this really cheesy American organization program where these two women who are like... Marie Kondo's and they um, go into people's houses and like organise a space for them Yeah, and they actually go to Reese Witherspoon's house <gasps> and organise her Elwood's wardrobe No, and it is so iconic she's got it almost like a walk-in wardrobe you know almost like a little exhibition room. I would pay good money to have a look at those. Imagine being like besties with Reese Witherspoon's children you'd be like can we see the Elwood's cupboard? <gasps> <laughs> Don't allow your children to have any house parties Okay, so let's talk about her outfit journey. So when we first meet Elle, um, she's in her sorority. Mm -hmm. She's like full on California girl. She's got that kind of pink halter neck dress. It's kind of like pink clouds. Yes. And she's got that big yellow sunflower in her hair. Yeah. Which is very cute. Very cute. She's getting very excited because she thinks she's going to be engaged. And then we all know what happens. So then she progresses and we see her moving into Harvard. And I feel like we need to award this outfit as most iconic. She steps out of her Porsche convertible wearing that pleather jacket and skirt combo. She has her sunglasses with kind of like the pink tinted lenses, bruiser under her arm, and then she... (laughs) pours that mini bottle of Evian into a a little paddling pool for him to drink. Someone shouts out the window like, hey, look, it's Malibu Barbie. Cool. Yeah, own it. (laughs) I mean, that is how you make a first impression. Definitely. I actually feel like if I went to Harvard Law... I would be doing myself a disservice if I didn't make an effort with my outfit choices. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to let Elwood's down. No. You know? And also, I think it's important if you're a lawyer that you're kind of like fierce and you show up. Yeah. People take people seriously if you take pride in your appearance. Yes. I'm just saying that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, And then, you know, there are so many honourable mentions beyond that. The first day that she has as a law student, Elle's idea of what a serious law student dresses like may not prove to be accurate, but it is certainly memorable. She has that kind of greeny blue, almost like a dressing gown wraparound jacket Mm -hmm. with the, I don't know what you'd call it, like kind of iridescent yeah skirt? like turquoise pencil skirt yeah accessorized brilliantly with a fluffy pencil and a heart-shaped notepad yes i'm obsessed amazing. with that and her little black frame glasses as well of course because everyone looks smarter with glasses 
<laughs> she says wearing glasses. Yeah. <laughs> There's that really good look as well where she's like trying to get Warner's attention and like all the other guys on the varsity football team or something. And she's like studying and she's on the sun lounger. She's got a gemstone bikini on and then like a fluffy coat. Yeah. And she's just like, hey, Warner. And it's not just Elle bringing the fashion in this film. We have Brooke Wyndham in her newspaper print suit jacket. We have Mrs. Wyndham Vandermark's spa outfit. I mean, it's not really an outfit, but they rock up to the spa. She has a blue face mask, cucumbers on her eyes, her hair up in a towel, and she's got that metallic gold foil wrap around her. Oh, elegant. Yes. That is me moments before my manager's like, uh, Barney, can you turn your Zoom camera on, please? And I'm like, uh, just a second. And you're like, <laughs> you have to eat the cucumber. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just finding it hard to find the button. <laughs> Hear the foil, like, <laughs> furiously scrubbing the mask off. Also, I just want to give props where props are due. Enrique, the pool boy, knows how to style a look. He definitely does. Don't stump your little lassies and proud of shoes and me, honey. <laughs> He's a fat hun. And, you know, whether or not he even actually wore that, that blue sparkly thong, his style is undeniably flashy. And that kind of shimmery, colourful button-down shirt. Uh, With like It's like a sequined portrait yeah. of the Virgin Mary on his back. Absolutely. It was... Uh... It was something. It was, a <laughs> it was eye-catching. Yeah. I, I don't know what Jesus would have to say about it, but... Um. <laughs> He'd be like, uh, Enrique, can I have my share tape back? <laughs> oh, turn back time. Why do you keep booking me on these chicken shit shows? Oh. <laughs> Is that a pigeon? <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so now we're going to do best musical moment. Now, I would say that the soundtrack for this film is very, like, top-down in your convertible. Oh, my God. Yeah, driving to the coast, not a care in the world. Yeah, I'm saying this like Bonnie and I own a convertible. We don't. We could walk to the coast. This is why we need a podcast sponsor. (laughs) Yeah, so the first song, which I think we should give a mention to, is when the UPS driver walks into the salon Mm -hmm. and I Believe in Miracles starts playing. And it's like... (laughs) It's perfect for that scene, isn't it? And it's kind of like understated as well you kind of hear you imagine it's just playing on the radio it's not like a big like soundtrack (laughs) moment but it is perfect that's a great one also on the subject of the salon we should probably discuss the bend and snap scene in full because to me it's kind of a musical moment it's almost like a chant and i don't know if you know the bend and snap scene and this is when Elle's telling how to get her crush's attention mm. it almost didn't make it into the movie really yeah so the producer wanted a b-plot for paulette at first they were like i don't know like should the salon get robbed something needs to happen in the salon and they spent a couple of weeks trying to figure out what that would be and when they were brainstorming they were at some bar in la and one of the writers came up with the solution they're like you know what if Elle shows paulette a move so that she can get the ups guy and like in the spur of the moment the writer just invented this move that became the bend and snap it was just this like spontaneous invention. It was 
like literally a drunken moment in a bar and it has since become this like cult iconic scene iconic i've never been in a bar and done the bend and snap well i feel like as soon as they're reopened that is the first thing you need to try because basically all you got to do is like drop something you've got to pretend to pick it up and then when you bounce back up you've got to do like little tyrannosaurus arms yeah and kind of like squeeze your boobs together a bit and also shout out to the uh one of the hairstylists who comes out he's like oh the bend and snap works every time (laughs) amazing (laughs) this film also has some really great soundtrack moments we have a version of the song magic that is sung by the black eyed peas during the house party scene we have watch me shine which is that amazing music moment when Elle is like right warner's never gonna think i'm good enough i've just gotta do my own thing so she goes out she buys a macbook she's reading a book while she's on the cross trainer she's like just being this amazing independent woman we also have that really lovely song we could still belong together by lisa loeb that's when um Elle's driving in to harvard for the first time cute that is a lovely song i think that Best musical moment should be Perfect Day. Of course it has to be. Yeah. It bookends the film, doesn't it? So we first hear it at the very beginning when Elle is getting ready for her amazing date with Warner. And we hear it at the end when Elle graduates from Harvard Law School. I hope they use that in the treacle. <laughs> the treacle? Sequel plus one? You mean the third film? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm trying to make it happen. (laughs) Yeah, I would love for them to use that song again. But, you know, only if there is a featured verse from Mr. Blobby. (laughs) (laughs) A rap verse. (laughs) Such a perfect day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Nightmare day. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So let's move on to best quotes. And I have seen so many Legally Blonde gifts on the internet with like amazing quotes. So I'm so excited to dive into these. One of my favorite quotes is when Elle is on her date with Warner. And it's very like The Bachelor. Elle's like... (laughs) Warner kind of looks a bit embarrassed. He looks at the, the other people in the restaurant and he goes bad salad l storms off and warner gets up you hear this woman go i won't be having the salad (laughs) (laughs) iconic that's amazing and then the next day margaret and serena take l to get their nails done and serena's chatting to the nail technician she's like she had eight grilled cheese sandwiches Stuff them in her mouth all at once it was so sad that's so funny and the um, nail technician's response is She'll never get him back with those cuticles. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> yeah. Actually, the biggest flex I ever did was get my own shellac machine. They're not expensive. They're like £20 on Amazon. And you do it yourself? Yeah. If you go and get them done normally, it costs you £30 to just get shellac. And then it sometimes costs like £10 to take it off. What? Yeah. So I've saved myself a fortune. Oh my God. Maybe you can do mine. Okay. <laughs> We'll do like an Elwood's inspired glittery pink. Nice. Okay, I see that for me. Also, Margot has that amazing line. She's like, well, if you're going to apply to law school, you're going to need this. And Elle's like, you're scrunchie? And Margot's like, my lucky scrunchie. It helped me pass Spanish. And then Serena's like, 
you passed Spanish because you gave Professor Montoya a lap dance after the final. And Margaret's like, yeah, luckily. (laughs) (laughs) Serena also says that really hilarious thing when Margot and Serena walk in on Elle and she's bought all of those LSAT books. And she's like, LSATs? My cousin had that. (laughs) Ew. Yeah. Some like super STI. Yeah. Oh no. I don't think cranberry juice will cure the LSATs. We should also talk about Elle's admission video, which is so incredible. Did you remember that a couple of Halloweens ago, Kim Kardashian dressed as Elle Woods because, you know, she's like training to be a lawyer and she recreated the admissions video shot for shot, which is just... I watched her interview with David Letterman and I was like, yes, yeah. well, I love that she's becoming a lawyer. And now no one can say, oh, Kim Kardashian's famous for nothing. It's like, no, she's like an attorney. <laughs> Good for her. Doesn't Elle have that amazing line when she is talking about being president of the sorority yeah it has come to my attention that the maintenance staff is switching our toilet paper from charmin to generic all who is opposed to shaving say i (laughs) i (laughs) nobody wants that like tracing paper toilet paper right no one deserves that and the people who were really impressed with Elle's admissions video were the Harvard Board of Admissions. There's a really funny quote where they're like, her list of extracurricular activities is impressive. She was in a Ricky Martin video. Clearly she's interested in music. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone lies a little bit on their CV, you know? It's like, no, Elle is obviously so sweet in that video. And just like her sunny disposition is like so inspiring. But... Elle Woods can be sassy when she wants to be. Mm-hmm. Like, my mind is instantly drawn to the house party scene where that bitch, Vivian Kensington, tells her that it's fancy dress. So oh. Elle obviously turns up in a pink Playboy bunny outfit. Mm-hmm. And Vivian's like, nice outfit. And Elle says, I like your outfit too. Except when I dress up as a frigid bitch, I try not to look so constipated. But she like serves it with a smile. So somehow it's okay. Yeah, exactly. There's that also that very iconic quote where Warner's like, you got into Harvard Law? What? Like it's hard? Amazing. Amazing. She was probably perfecting that line that entire summer. Wait, she had that in her back pocket ready to go. Definitely. There's also that line towards the end where the reporter's like, Elle, how did you know Chutney was lying? And Elle's like, the rules of hair care are simple and finite. Any Cosmo girl would have known. That they would. Love a bit of Cosmo. Real Hey Now, Hey Now OGs will know that this is a bit of a Jennifer Coolidge fan podcast. And Paulette does have some amazing quotes in this film. Shall I start? Please, I've been waiting for this. (laughs) He's a guy who followed his pecker to greener pastures and I'm a middle high school dropout with stretch marks and a fat ass. (laughs) Paulette, love yourself. Get some more confidence. And then after that, she's like, so what's this Vivian got that you don't have? Three tits? (laughs) But the best quote of this film has to be, I'm taking the dog, dumbass. Imagine she knocks on the trailer door. Yeah. The door opens and it's Mr. Bloppy. <laughs> oh my God. And that's the reason why she never speaks is because her ex-partner doesn't speak. And she's like, I'm taking the blob, dumbass. Barney and I are recording this podcast teetotal this season. Just want to say that. Mr. Blobby, would you like a pedicure? 
Those nails are big. They're going to have to use a whole thing. He's not getting those trotters under the shellac machine. <laughs> trotters? Where is he? Is he an animal? I mean, he's a monster from hell. <laughs> So now we're at the time of the show where we discuss anything that we've missed. And I feel like we've touched on a lot of things. But one thing I want to chat about is why is Elle so keen to get Warner back in the first place? He broke up with her for horrible reasons and puts himself through like intense studying and revision all with the aim to just get him back he's awful he's actually trash google codependency and (laughs) (laughs) a picture of l woods appears i mean i'm all about the glow up the level up but if a guy is choosing between me and another girl please choose the other girl definitely Because he probably would not have respect for Elle if he took her back, which is so disgusting. Thank God she has that kind of aha moment where she's like, oh, I'm never going to be good enough for you. And she's like, okay, well, bye. Yeah, exactly. Like, no relationship should be making you feel so confused and, like, not good enough. Also, okay, I'm no relationship expert, but why take Elle to that incredibly romantic dinner just to break up with her? is the ultimate dick move to me you are also asking for wine to be thrown in your face yes <laughs> aren't you oh my god completely and he's like oh i want to find a, a jackie to marry not a marilyn like isn't that selling l a little short she is her sorority's president and she was named homecoming queen as well Ugh, no. yeah also, did you notice that they make a reference at the beginning of the film that Warner was meeting with his grandma and the girls think, oh, it's because it's to get the grandma's ring. Mm. And then later in the film, Vivian's like, oh, yeah, we connected at his grandma's birthday party. Does that mean that Warner's cheating on Elle with Vivian before they even broke up? Maybe. I mean, I wouldn't put it past him. No. Shady lady. Yeah, and also I think we should discuss the fact that he's doing stuff that he thinks is going to please his parents. Yeah. And I think respect your parents, but like if your parents are telling you what you should do for a career, that's a problem. Yeah, it's kind of sad. Something completely unrelated, but I wanted to ask. When we see the Delta New sorority house, is that really what they look like in real American unis it's what i'm assuming a sorority is like like if i went to a university in america i'd probably want to join a sorority to like have the full experience like being part of this really cool group of girls living in a house that's fully connected to the the frat boys i mean it's very stereotypical isn't it in the film someone opens the door it's almost like drinks in your hand straight away so that's what was weird to me every room was full of people doing different things there were like girls dancing with cosmos and there was a room where people were just working out a foyer where cheerleaders were practicing like how many people live here so hectic imagine like you've got a raging hangover you're like can everyone shut up and there's like 400 people downstairs like who are you yeah i know like you're trying to get some sleep and there's no way anyone can leave the house unless they call mr ploppy i've called reinforcements (laughs) too scared to find your flip-flops so you're just going to run out with your hair rollers in. <laughs> oh my gosh. Brilliant. I mean, 
I we can only compare it to our uni houses and honey that was not our uni house no also I just wanted to give a really quick shout out to the way that Elle decorated her Harvard dorm it was amazing yes I was so jealous about like sunset wallpaper and the fluffy armchair and the rug oh it looked so cozy she did an amazing job yeah I feel like that's the key isn't it when you move into university like you've just got to decorate your room really cozy yeah I mean you don't know what that carpet's seen before right well I hope you were paying attention because next up is our trivia round (gasps) are you ready I'm ready to ace this exam (laughs) let's go (laughs) Okay, so now we're going to do the trivia round. Hopefully, Professor Callahan isn't marking this. Okay, question number one. What hair dye does Elle use? Oh, is it Herbalessences? Yes! Ah, no way! What, like it's hard? Funny. Amazing. I was going to say Garnier, and I was like, no. Herbalessences. <laughs> Amazing. Wow. Okay, what score did Elle get on her LSAT? She got 179. Yay! Yeah! What, like it's hard? And did you know that getting 179 out of 180 on her LSATs is actually insane? It places her in like the top 0.1%. That's actually insane. Wow. Well done, Elle. Congratulations. And that's a nice fact to know. Okay, my next question. The girls in the sorority have made Elle a card Mm. for her amazing evening. What does the card say? On the front. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's a heart and it says L and Warner forever. Yes. And there's something else. So you'll get half a point. There's also something um, else in the card. We love you. It oh. says, good luck tonight. L and Warner forever. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> You're not smart enough, sweetie. Yeah. That was a really cute card. Very cute. Okay, tell me this. Who did L talk out of buying a truly heinous Angora sweater? Oh, Cameron Diaz. What, like it's hard? Whoever said orange was the new pink is seriously disturbed. You said it. Margot and Serena say it's not like Warner's grandma is going to FedEx her diamond ring to Elle. Mm. Can you tell me how many carrots the diamond ring is? Was it five? Six. Oh. Oh. You're not smart enough, sweetie. Very close. Maybe she ate one because she was hungry and then it became five carrots. Maybe. <laughs> Just five carrots on a ring. Oh. <laughs> Bugs Bunny's dreams. <laughs> Your go. Can you name three items Elle brought to prison to give to Brooke? She um, brings a kind of like a care basket. Yes, she does. She brings her a loofah. Yes. She brings her a copy of Cosmo, the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sacrilegious. Um... And then does she also bring face scrub or body scrub? I'll give that to you. Clinique skincare. Oh, okay. Yes. What, like it's hard? All right. You get the point. Perfect. All right, my question to you. Warner has a nickname for Elle, which he also gives to Vivian. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a really weird one as well. Yeah, can you tell me what the nickname is? Pooh Bear. What, like it's hard? What? Where did that nickname come from? Yeah. Let's did hope it's from the character and not like an embarrassing story. <laughs> she just sleeps in a red t-shirt. Um. In a tree. <laughs> Good night, Warner. You 
can drop me off here. And instead of going in the house, she just climbs the tree. Um, okay, here's one for you. What does Elle call Emmett in the car ride to the spa? She's like, you're kind of a something head. You're kind of a dickhead. Oh, <laughs> oh no. What's the PG version? You're kind of a butthead. Yes, that's it. What, like it's hard? Amazing. I haven't called someone that in a long time. Yeah, I'm like, Elle, you are a Harvard Law undergrad. Like, come on. (laughs) Yeah, use more Latin words. You are a real mens rea sometimes. Yeah. All right, okay. (laughs) My final question to you. Okay. What was Brooke Wyndham's alibi? She was getting... She was getting what? She was getting... Can can you say that again? Liposuction! (laughs) What, like it's hard? Yes. She was getting liposuction. Sorry, I wasn't. I hope that wasn't too loud for our <laughs> listeners. They're going to sue you, send you to court, and then you're going to need to get L words to get you out yes. of this law case because they've lost their hearing. Okay, my last question to you. Can you remember what year L graduates? She graduates in 2004. What, like it's hard? Yeah. Perfect day. And on the same day, Emmett gets engaged to her. I know, but she doesn't know it. Oh, very cute. Fun fact about that graduation scene. So that was a last minute addition to the film. The film originally was going to end when she wins the court case. But test audiences thought, no, we need to see like what happened with her and Warner. What happened with her and Emmett? Did she graduate? Blah, blah, blah. So they wrote in this graduation scene, except Reese Witherspoon and the actor who plays Warner were in England shooting another film. So they had to kind of do a bit of trickery. They filmed Elle's close-ups in England and they filmed the other actors in LA and they kind of stitched the two together. Oh, really? And I don't know, I mean, I'm not even sure if I noticed, but I read um, a fact that for this new role that Reese Witherspoon was in, she cut her hair short. So in the graduation scene, she's wearing a long wig. Oh, right. And maybe I think it helps that she's wearing the graduation hat. It kind of disguises it a little bit. So um, yeah, a little tidbit for you to uh, finish us off. Very nice fact. I think we should actually finish this episode with a really nice quote that Elle says at the end of her graduation speech. You must always have faith in people. And most importantly, you must always have faith in yourself. Oh my god! He's run on stage! (laughs) Mr. Blobby, no! Elle lifts her hat to throw it up in the air. And it just lands on his head. And he automatically becomes a law student. That's the law. Once that hat's on your head, you've got the Okay, can we let the attorney speak? (laughs) (laughs) Professor Callahan, you're fired. I've got a new attorney. (laughs) (laughs) The doors swing open, close up of his feet. Camera pans off, but wearing (laughs) the pink dress. (laughs) Completely stretched over his body, like barely can't even do the tire. (laughs) 
So if you like this episode, please be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts. Maybe leave us a five-star review. That would be amazing. And you can follow us at HeyNowHeyNow on Instagram. We kind of post nostalgic pictures and stuff like that from all your favourite films. And do DM us if you've Googled who Mr. Blobby is. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Ciao. Blobby. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.